This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Things, all those things we said we weren't going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Where does the name The Ministers come from? <sighs> a little birdie told me that you're the key organiser in this band, is that right? Yep. Whether you like it or not. Yep, yep, yep. No, I like, I, yeah. You're just saying you like it, no, then. I don't like don't, it. There's no lying on, on radio, right? Oh, got me. <laughs> I like it when it's going well, and I hate <laughs> it when it's not. You're a Mo Tucker fan? Uh, I just think one of the great female drummers, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, not a huge fan. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Struck out on that one. Yeah. <laughs> How <laughs> she Yeah, yeah. He, Glad always, I, he always drops that one in. Glad I asked that question. <laughs> Expanding Horizons. Friends, good afternoon and welcome to Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. My name's Stu and Colin's here as well. How's it going, Cole? I'm great. Yep. Great. Stu, I was just I was just thinking and when we were listening to that about when we had Ingrid in here. Mm. Ingrid and the Ministers. It was she, wonderful, wasn't it? Yep, she's a ray of sunshine, isn't Ingrid? She, she's awesome, isn't she? She makes yeah. me happy. Just seeing yeah. her makes me happy. Yeah, yeah. It was mm. great, wasn't it? And she was hilarious when she was in here. Yeah. And the, the whole band were great, though, yeah, weren't they? they? Were. The whole they Ministers were. band were great. But they've all changed now. Yeah? Yeah, they had a shuffle of the deck. They did, they did. The um, parliamentary deck. Mm. All the ministers have been shuffled around. <laughs> just saying, nod, nod, wink, wink. Nice. Nice, you like the one? Nice like link to that? current issues. Yeah, but um, we had her on over lockdown as well, yeah, didn't we? Did. we? Yeah. Ingrid, all mm. the way from Wellingtonian. Mm. And um, that was great as well, wasn't it? That was it? good. It was very, very good. As so, I said, she was a ray of sunshine, not like today. No. It's a bit overcast. It's overcast. But that's all right, mm. Stu, you're in here. I'm in here, so there's always sunshine in here. <laughs> that's right. Last week, I was going to say, yep. it was really sunny in here because we had Steph Beck <laughs> and Else Can Fly in here. Yeah, and they are two wonderfully talented mm. performers, aren't they? Oh, they're great. And if you want to go and um, if you want to listen to that show... You can go to planesfm.org.nz and look up Expanding Horizons and that show is on there and they are doing some live tracks as well as me attempting to use Spotify <laughs> to play some Lee Martin tracks. Attempting to use anything. 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 <laughs> Seriously, I had a shocker last week. I don't know what I was doing. I was, it's a wonder you had the microphone around the room. Yeah, I was all shy with... Um, yeah. With Elskin, I, I think that was Steph, the problem. With That's Elskin right. and Steph in here. That's right. And um, December fifth, right? Sunday, yeah. December fifth. Sunday, December fifth. That's next Sunday at Fat Eddie's. Fat Eddie's for about a one twelve o'clock door or something like that, and then kicking off with those three. Mm. So that'd be awesome, wouldn't it? That'll be very, very good. And hopefully, it'll be a nice sunny day. Or not that yeah. it matters. Not that it matters because you know. they'll they'll light up the day. Mm. They'll light up your day. So get a ticket. Get on under the radar. Get a ticket, and that'll be awesome. So I've been uh, kind of waiting for rain today. <laughs> it hasn't really turned up, has it? <laughs> it hasn't. It's supposed to. I've been disappointed. Yeah. I was going to do all these things outside. Yeah. But no, I can't do that. As soon as I start, it'll pour down. That's right, yeah. And, and then it, it hasn't got here. As soon as, you, as soon as you get that lawnmower out, 
the rainal no, start. I actually, I did that last night. Uh, yeah, a lot of people did actually <laughs> around my my way. You heard the chorus of lawnmowers mm, going, mm. and um, I didn't. I was like, can't, I can't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be bothered, Stu. Right. Hey, um, the other week mm-hmm. we were talking about sub pop records, weren't we? We were. And I can't remember why. We were playing something and then we were talking about sub pop. I was talking about a documentary series oh, <coughs> that was right. on yeah. Netflix or Neon called The Dark Side of the 80s or something like that. And there was an episode on grunge music. And so there were. It's fine. It's fine. It's mm. supposed to kick in again. It was just yeah, a yeah, I know. <laughs> I just wanted to hear what you said you instead of Roger Daltrey. You didn't do anything wrong. I uh, learned just for a change. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, they were talking about grunge music and so they they were talking about sub pop the record yeah. and, mm. and i was just going to say because we today we are going to play some bands that are on the sub pop label right yeah, so we're doing we a bit of a, a tribute to sub pop records mm. which is still going strong yeah and i was is. just going to say they were probably the the record label for grunge music right mm. and i i don't want to pigeonhole it but i think seattle where they're from was probably the home of grunge right yep Undisputed flannelet shirts, long mm. hair, ripped mm. jeans, the converse great, trainers, the great unwashed, the great unwashed. That's right. <laughs> but some amazing music that has stayed with us, mm. right? A lot mm. of people still talk about, you know, the old Nirvana. A lot yep. of people like Nirvana. In the week, I was talking to someone, they were like, all about Nirvana, and I was right. like, oh right, you are. <laughs> Crunch and then you would have dropped in. I saw them in nineteen something or other. Nineteen about ninety two, I think it yeah. was. Oh, I did drop that in funny enough. <laughs> You read my mind. I always like to tell people that I was cutting edge in those days. I've seen them. I've seen them. That's right. You ask Cole anyone. He's seen everyone. Because they were just... Well, it was interesting because... He saw saw Elvis once. Yeah, I saw Elvis (laughs) when when he was still just a little man. Um, (laughs) No, I was going to say, because that time I saw them, Mm. I saw them, um, they were with the Violent Femmes. Right. It was a double header. Sure. And Nirvana were on first. Mm. And they were pretty great. Mm. And then the Violent Femmes were on. They were awesome. Mm. The Violent Femmes were really good. But um, yeah, it was cool. interesting seeing them. Yeah, yeah, I bet. So, but they just released Nevermind. Right. And um, which was that seminal album, wasn't mm-hmm. it? That really switched mm. people back onto guitar. Absolutely. But we're not playing any Nirvana today. No, we're There's not. There's no. Nirvana Bleach album coming out of us. No. Because we're doing other stuff. We are doing other Lots of stuff from the Go to Beds to Mud Honey, Flock of Dimes, Bully, and Father John Misty, yeah. and more, lots more. But so we'll, we might kick off with the Go to Beds because I'm a bit tired. Yeah, right. Do that. Do that. <laughs> so this is 2.15 from the Go to Beds, and you're on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM. The weather's changed. The light inside it shows our age. What are we? Just accidents in space and time. Unusable. Objects they provide no fix. Rafters thick. Capital doesn't speak for capital. 
Expanding Horizons, offering an eclectic mix for the discerning listener. your love on Expanding Horizons, but we'll take a like. Check us out on Facebook. You're on Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9 with Stu and Cole, and today we're doing part one of our multi-part series on record labels, Yeah, and we're kicking it off with one of the coolest labels, I think, Sub Pop. They're super cool, right? And so that was Hannah Jadagu. Yeah, I think you did a good job on that, though. All My Time Is Wasted, and that was cool and dreamy. Yeah, it was quite dreamy, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And before that, the Go To Beds with 2.15, which was 2 minutes (laughs) 6, which caught me out a little bit. (laughs) 
But um, it sounded um, it sounded that the guitar-y kind of pop, yeah, yeah, yeah. alternative pop kind mm. of sound, which mm. was great, right? Mm. I think in uh, uh, Jadagu, that was quite easy listening. Yeah, it, it was, was wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I liked it. And kind of dreamy and just went along and yeah. had a nice voice. I think she'd be quite good to see live too, mm. actually. So, Sub Pop... Right. Out of Seattle, right? Yeah, so a bit of history then, I guess. Do it, do so it. Who, who, what, when, where? It, it does trace back to the early 80s, and one of their founders is a guy called Bruce Pavitt, and he used to run a fanzine called Subterranean uh, Pop, which <laughs> focused on independent record labels, American independent record labels. So the fanzine would, you know, feature bands, how obviously. Good, how good were fanzines? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were great, weren't yeah. they, like? Very good. Yeah. So um, I guess the short story is from there, they produced, you know, got some money, changed the name to Sub Pop, produced um, some some LPs and some cassettes as well with kind right. of the best of Sub Pop. So it was kind of the best from those magazines. Oh, yeah. You know, and produced those compilations. Um, and then from there, borrowed more money and started the record label as mm. such. So signing artists. So that's really the short story. Yeah. And then... You know, bands like Soundgarden and, as as we mentioned, Nirvana um, signed yeah. with them. Yeah. yeah. And um, and so t- took on a lot of independent artists, I guess. I think, you know, one of the big things when they're with these record labels is, is not only the artists that's on there, but, you know, the iconography of their label. Mm. And sub-pop, you know, just... It's very simple. It is, right? Yeah, and if you yeah. want to check that out, check out our Facebook page because yeah. it's it's on our promo for the show. And the logos are great, right? Yeah. I mean, I had a um, Mud Honey Super Big Muff um, <laughs> T-shirt, which was, you know, the wah-wah-like kind of distortion it Sounds pedal. like something you wear on your head. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, muffs. <laughs> but I had one of those. Yeah. And on the back, across the back, was like sub-pop in there. And it's just, I don't know, yeah. everyone who knows it, like knows it and it's mm. like yeah that's awesome well as you said earlier they're still around and so you can get on their their page and buy merch of course yeah of all that and mm. re- that Rencho vintage stuff of theirs yeah. as well right yeah and, um, and the good thing is they've got some alternate versions of their logo but pretty much they've just got their same logo which yeah. is I think is good it's like um, Stax know. Records right mm. and we might do we might do a Stax Records sounds good one. and um, you know because they had originally the Stacks of Wax kind of tipping right. over one yep. and then someone changed it to the hand clicking sure you know the finger click yeah, yeah, which yeah. was iconic mm. you know but um, and people see that and go yeah they know what what you're about, right, mm. when you're wearing that kind of mm. thing. Mm. And, yeah, that's um, good. Right, let's do some more then. You mentioned okay. you mentioned Mud Honey. Yeah. Uh, so we'll do Mud Honey. And this is and Mud Honey is one of their big signings, really. Yeah, they're all the big ones, right? Yeah. They, um, oh, just before we do, Stu, like, in, and I probably talked to you about this the other day, but in, in the late 80s, in 1989, I remember Mud Honey, they'd probably brought out their first um, self-titled album, right? And they they were touring the UK at the time, mm-hmm. and the enemy was all over them, right? Because in in an era when big guitar wasn't what was happening, these guys were just you know they they reminded me a lot of you know Iggy and the Stooges, yep. kind of in the MC Five, right? They were just jeans and t-shirts, long hair, and they just you know really played guitar, right? And they. Um, they just didn't care you know like their stage shows were chaotic and they were full of energy and they were on the floor and rolling around and you know all this kind of stuff and um in an era where that wasn't happening Mm -hmm. at all and then i think 
you know, obviously, like you just said about Soundgarden and Mud Honey, Green River were also in there, and then you know Nirvana in their early stages, and 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 I, I guess that they had their their following, and um, yeah, but Mud Honey for me hmm. were the great guitar band out, sure. of, out of sub pop but right. that's just my opinion just your opinion well you can form your own opinion because we, we're going to do here comes with here comes sickness from mud honey and you're on expanding horizons <laughs>
Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. <laughs>
Expanding Horizons and doing it live, 96.9 FM. Yes, we do the show live every Saturday between 3 and 4 and it's repeated after dark on a Thursday night from 9 o'clock until 10 o'clock and it'll be super great listening on Thursday. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. show about Sub Pop. The Sub, Sub, Sub Pop record label and you were just listening to a couple of tracks. That was Flock of Dimes. Great name. That's a good name. You know. <laughs> <laughs> with Price of Blue. And before that, the classic Mud Honey with Here Comes Sickness. Yeah. Lots of distortion. Tell you what, wouldn't you like to have seen that yeah. live when it came out? Oh, they yeah. would have been all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Absolutely. Know, they, would have, they were amazing. Mm. Now we were talking, I did see Mud Honey. You did just see Later on in the... Of course you My did. friend supported them, actually. Uh, <laughs> my right. friend, my friend's band supported them. Right? Might he clapped his hands or something? <laughs> yeah, the he said, "You guys are good. You guys are awesome." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stand on the side. <laughs> no, um, there was a support band for them. Right, yeah, I can't remember what tour it was. But yeah, yeah I saw Mud Honey. Yeah, they were amazing. But anyway, sorry, it's good. Go on. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, so uh, Sub Pop. Mm. Of course, they were signing lots of independent emerging artists and I bet a lot of people were trying to get on there weren't they 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 were and they had a apparently I don't know if they still had it but they had a very famous uh, rejection letter which um, started with dear loser (laughs) 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 if if they weren't going to sign the particular band yeah (laughs) I think that's great cut to the chase yeah none of this oh we had a a lot of people applying or a lot of high quality entries in our pool yeah and yeah. it was a very difficult decision. decision. Yeah. Us, blah, and blah, you, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. We've decided to go in another direction. Yeah. Dear loser. Dear loser. Population you. <laughs> you didn't cut the mustard, <laughs> mate. You didn't cut the mustard. I think mustard. that's great. Yeah. I think that's great. And, and really fits into the label as well, I think. Yeah. Now, we were talking about Nirvana, and of course, Nirvana left Sub Pop and went to Giffen, Giffen Re- Records. Yeah. yeah. And But Sub Pop were able to still get royalties from Bleach. Right. The album Bleach, which they had produced, or they were the label, and uh, so they, the money made from that when Nirvana left kept Sub Pop going. Nice, eh? And also Sub Pop were able to get their logo on um, subsequent Nirvana albums. That's good, isn't which it? Which is good too, right? Yeah. yeah. And that would have brought some people over to the, to the Sub Pop sound. Mm, absolutely. You know? Yeah. I mean, you can understand, I guess, why on that documentary I was talking about, the, I think, Pavitt, he talks about uh, trying to convince Nirvana to stay, and he was he was pretty confident they were. And then the next day they left. <laughs> <laughs> but that must have been you know a pretty stressful situation, right? Knowing what they had there, and yeah. the potential for that, and just the, trying to hold on to that. I mean, if that if um, Nevermind had just come out in Sub Pop, it mm. possibly hadn't wouldn't have got the crossover no, that's right. right that mm. um Gaffin gave it yeah right. that's that's right and so it would have been one of those underground classics i'm mm. guessing so you can understand nirvana's point of view as well oh that, yeah you know. they would have seen the money mm. and um as yeah, fair enough just like on Nevermind, right the yeah. cover of it the, the baby with <laughs> yeah. the money right and that's what it was all about wasn't and it i thought i read recently that that guy's trying to sue so the guy that's the baby on that cover. really yeah he's trying to sue because of you know, some sort of exploitation, child exploitation thing and, and use of his image. and Is that right? Yeah. Because you can see his ding-dong. Oh, yeah, and actually <laughs> you can in the original and then it was taken it out was. later, wasn't it? And well, then it was put back in. Yeah, or they put a sticker over it. Right? A sticker over it. <laughs> well, thank you, Tipper Gore, because Al Gore's wife. Because like everybody's interested in that, right? Yeah, yeah, that was the thing that people were like drawn to, yeah. aghast. They were aghast at it, having never seen a baby before, yeah. you know, and um, there, mm. there you go. Because that guy's 
quite old now. Right? No, he would well, be, wouldn't he? Reasonably old. He's probably got no career. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to get a freebie out of this one. Yeah, well, he's just looking for money. To, or uh, looking for cash. Mm-hmm. But it was a good album. Yeah. But anyway, right, some more sub-popping? Yeah, let's do some more. So uh, let's do Bully, and this is their track, Prism, and you're on Expanding Horizons.
Verizon's quality assured and content approved by Lexia. I see now that it was wrong, so wrong to try to hold on to a fallen tree. One that wouldn't even look at me, who sticks her own.
Cole, live on Extending Horizons. Yes, we are. You're on Expanding Horizons on Planes FM with Stu and Cole, and we're doing uh, Sub Pop today. Sub Pop, the record label, and we just had three in a row, mm. and three female artists as well. Great, eh? Rocking it out. So that was L7 with Shove, and before that, a really short track from Frankie Cosmos, Rings on a Tree. <laughs> yep. But we weren't caught out because we were on we the are, ball. We're on the ball, we're prepared, and before that, a bully with Prism. I was just going to say about L7, right? They, um, for me anyway, they were the kind of all-female rocking kind of grungy band right. you know out mm. of um, out of that late late 80s kind of early 90s I mean we, we've talked before and we've played them before the Lunar Chicks yep. they were terrific um, and, and it harks back to you know like last year I think it was when we played Fanny the band Fanny mm-hmm. how great were they yeah, you know good. like um and I mean, there's the obvious ones as well. You know, people always talk about um, the Runaways and that kind of stuff. But L7, completely awesome, right? And um, I know that Hole became the darlings of that kind of grunge movie. Mm-hmm. Personally, I think I didn't like Hole very much, and no. um, until Courtney Love, you know, became associated with Kurt Cobain, and they became the darlings of the alt rock in America. Um, who cared about um, who cared about Courtney Hole, mm. Courtney Love? Courtney. No one, right? <laughs> no. And um, Holes, I think their first album, Pretty on the Inside. Well, pff, who cared? Mm. You know, mm. it was just wasn't that great. And suddenly they were amazing, right? Mm. Oh, I mm. didn't think so. But no, I thought L Seven were better. I don't really remember a lot about Hole at all. I couldn't probably name a track. No, that's right. <laughs> and it's probably a good right. thing, Stu, as well. <laughs> yeah. Just. But, they were like the Sid and Nancy of grunge mm. rock, right? Yeah, yeah. Or, or want to be. One yeah, of one of these, yeah, that's yeah, right. That, that's definitely right. But some L7, they were good. Mm-hmm. I liked them. Very good. Yeah, you got some more... Not really. ...anecdotes <laughs> about Sub Pop? No. Well, just... the thing is, though, um, I, listening to listening to their catalogue, right, mm. they, uh, you could... I know they became well-known in that, you know, that late 80s sound out of Seattle, right? Mm. There was a definite West Coast sound, wasn't there? And um, But their their kind of roster of artists is diverse. Yeah. And, I mean, we've just picked... We've just cherry-picked some that we like yeah. or and, and a range of others. Mm. But they're not all the same, right? No. It's not a kind of one-trick pony with some Not pop. at all. And we were looking at uh, the artist listing a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah. It's just huge. Yeah, it's long, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And they've done a really good huge. job of taking other people's, you know, like getting things that are hard to find and re-releasing them in, mm. like, um, Radio Birdman out of Australia. Yeah. You, you can get Radio Birdman stuff through Sub Pop, right? Well, you're not right. going to be able to get it through anyone else. No. So, um, unless you found mm. a really good second-hand one, you wouldn't be able to, but Sub Pop, re-releasing, mm. you know? Mm. So, mm. they've done people a good service there, haven't they? Absolutely. All right, so I do have some, some Ooh, trivia. Some more so trivia. In 2006, they became the first Green E certified record label. Is that right? Yeah. So, they um, were working through the Green E program, which is an environmental thing, of course. So, they greened their label by purchasing enough renewable energy certificates to offset 100% of the electricity they use in their office. Uh, showing their commitment to putting renewable energy in the mainstream as a way consumers can take action to do something about global uh, global warming. Uh, They also started a sister label a year later called Hardly Art. So it's uh, partly owned by Warner Music as well. Um, So yeah, so they're they're clean and green. 
Well, yeah. they were. They were. They were. <laughs> I don't know if they still probably are. still are. Still are. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and you were talking about um, kind of the diversity in their label. Hmm. So in two thousand and nine, I know this a wee while ago, they signed their second hip hop group, uh, Shabazz Palaces. So the first being the Evil Tambourines, great name. Yeah, it's a great name. <laughs> nineteen ninety nine. So yeah, um, yeah, lots of different stuff. On yeah, they are. Mm. Hey, um, so I think it was a couple of years ago we played some Father John Misty. Mm. And um, you've got some more, because Father John Misty is on Sub Pop, right? Yeah, so this is Father John Misty, and this is 2R. I found you once, and I'll find you again. Your cells are ringing bells singing God is dead, God is dead, God is dying and the poison's in the domes, true And I've had just enough of my fill of my failure to possess you And for the second time today I repeat something on me and say
Expanding Horizons on Plains FM 96.9. Once again, we did the show live every Saturday between three and four, mm. and we're doing sub pop today. And that was we started with the go to beds, and we're going to finish by also going to bed. Going to bed, <laughs> yeah. And that was there Twin Cities, and before that, we had John, Father John Misty with Two R. How good is Father John Misty? Yeah, yeah. such a good an art, such a good artist. Right? Yeah, very clever, I think. Yeah. Very intelligent. Yeah, that's right. It's mm. like in, it's like intellectual kind mm. of. I'm not going to use the word pop as in a pop, no. but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right. 
Let's yeah. give it a bit of this, shall we? Where to find Sign of the Fiber, Canterbury's number one rock covers band. I think you can find them at the Ashburton Club tonight. Yeah, down all the way in Ashburton. There was a TBC uh, next oh, to that right. on the email that Rob sent through. So maybe that's not happening. Maybe they're not down there. Mm. Oh. They could be. Ash Don't Vegas. drive all the way down there and before checking your Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Check your Facebook first. That's exactly that's right. That's the secret. It's mm. a long way to Ashburton if they're not on. Mm. Get down there and it's like, no. <laughs> oh, right you are then. We'll yeah. go to the other venue in town. Instead they got just some guy from down the road. Yeah, that's right, with his guitar <laughs> and his flannelette shirt. It's one man band. Playing... Um, country music covers <laughs> for you. Well, it was good. Yeah, good today, Stu. Yeah, enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, enjoyed yeah. it. And um, if you're keen on hearing some other record label um, biographies or whatever it is you want to call it, we'll be doing a few coming mm. up. Mm. We've got a couple in mind, don't we? We have. Of the big labels. Yep. So if you've, got, if you've got one in mind, you think, hey, Cole and Stu, why don't you do the Three Little Indians or Red Eye Records or Cherry Red Records or we will. Hmm. Although they're not three little Indians anymore. Right. They changed that name. The good thing is that uh, every record that comes out has come out via some label somewhere. <laughs> so <laughs> <I show> it. <laughs> we got ourselves a big task. <laughs> At the moment, we're just sticking to the biggins. That's the right. Biggins. Well, well hopefully, we'll do some interesting ones there. Right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. And there's, you know. And a lot of people wouldn't have heard of Sub Pop. No, absolutely. <laughs> no, no they wouldn't have done. They wouldn't yeah, have done. That's right. And uh, if you if you're liking Mud Honey, get out there and get that first album. Mm. Right. It's probably about time we got up, got down, and got outside. And we'll see you next week. See you now. <laughs>